This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 3-1 pitch, swing and a drive. Deep to right field, way up there, way out of here. Goodbye baseball. Eight strikeout for the King tonight and make it... 23 consecutive scoreless innings for Phoenix. Strike three called on the outside corner, and there it is. It's time for the Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Kyle Seager, that just happened. Thank you very much. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. Yes, welcome back, Seattle Mariners baseball podcast. Wow, there's... There's not enough time in this podcast to cover everything that happened over the weekend. What a weekend it was at Safeco Field. I'm not sure if I can do what happened, what it was like at Safeco Field justice during this podcast, but I'm going to do my very best. There is a ton to talk about, and it's going to take us a few days to get through it all, I think. But here's what we have in store for this one. First, we have to talk about a fantastic weekend on the field as the Mariners sweep aside the Angels. So we'll talk a little bit about each of the three games over the weekend. Ken Griffey Jr. weekend at Safeco Field was unbelievable. It was fantastic in every way you can possibly imagine. I hope you were there at least one of the days to enjoy it in person. I hope you listened in, watched on television, and experienced what a sensational three days it was at Safeco Field. The stands were jammed. The love for Ken Griffey Jr. was flowing. And as always, the Mariners put on a fantastic party. The scene was unbelievable. The ceremony on Saturday was amazing. Ken Griffey Jr., his number retired, number 24, will never be worn in the organization again. And now it hangs at Safeco Field, right next to the retired number of Jackie Robinson, just above the pen in left center field. The ceremony was unreal. We're going to be talking about that weekend for a long time. That one is going to live with us and in our memories for a long, long time. It was fabulous. So coming up on this podcast, we're going to detail the week that was, which focuses on what happened on the field for the Mariners last week. We're going to have the Ken Griffey Jr. year that was, what he has gone through ever since he got that call, kind of uh, trying to sum up the Hall of Fame call, his uh, Hall of Fame speech, the induction into the Hall of Fame, and, of course, Ken Griffey Jr. weekend over the weekend. So that's coming your way. We're going to hear the speech from Ken Griffey Jr. coming up in a few minutes as well. And we have a lot of good stuff coming your way the next few days involving what happened over the weekend. We're going to hear from the president of the Hall of Fame tomorrow. He tells some great stories about Ken Griffey Jr. Uh, Great conversation. You'll enjoy that. So that comes up tomorrow. Before we get to that, let's talk about on the field too because a 
big series now is starting tonight against the Tigers and it was all set up by what the Mariners did over the weekend. So a little bit of a preview for Detroit as well. So hang on. This is going to be a very fun podcast. It started on Friday, and the buzz in the building was couldn't be described. I mean, the energy in the building on Friday. Felix was on the mound. Ken Griffey Jr. was in the building. His bobblehead was given away. The stands were jammed, and it was not exactly the start. The Mariners were hoping for on Friday Mike Trout a three-run blast in the first inning. The Mariners found themselves down 3 nothing, but wasted no time surging back to take a huge lead in the first inning. 3-2 pitch, swing and a fly ball deep to left field. Joy to the warning track, to the wall, leaps up, goodbye baseball. A three-run home run for Mike Zunino, his sixth home run of the season. Holy smokes, what a comeback by the Mariners here in the bottom of the first inning. They tack on three more and now lead the Angels 6-3 to here in the bottom of the first Six to three, the Mariners leading after one. And after those first three batters, Felix allowed the first two to reach the Trout three-run home run. He was absolutely locked down after that. Here we go, the set by the King. And the right-handers, one-two pitch, swing and a miss, strike three. Felix strikes out the side here in the top of the fourth inning. Fanning Simmons, Fanning Choi, Fanning Jeffrey Marte, and that's it for the Angels. The next pitch. Swing and he pulls this on the ground. Fair to Seeger. Scoops it up. Throws out a Cano for one on to first. Tons of time for the double play. And the Angels' threat comes to a close here at the top of the seventh inning. He ends up going eight, allowing just three hits, four runs, three walks, six strikeouts. Even more impressive when you consider after the first three batters, he only allowed one hit. It was a solo home run. That was it. He was absolutely locked down on this Angels lineup after the first inning. The Mariners didn't score after the first inning. They would hand it off to their new closer, Edwin Diaz, in the ninth inning, and he was nothing short of electric. The 3-2 pitch slider. Swing and a miss. Strike three, and he strikes out Simmons. Edwin Diaz strikes out the side, and he picks up his third save in his third save opportunity. The Mariners win it. Six to four over the Angels, and they take game one of this three-game series. Edwin Diaz, the laser show here in the top of the ninth inning, striking out Trout, Pujols, and Simmons. That was something special. He went through Trout. He went through Pujols. He went through Simmons. It was amazing. I had a view of it from the camera well. So right there, if you don't know where the camera well is on the left, uh, on the third base side, it is right behind the on-deck circle. It is right next to the dugout. I mean, you're you're practically standing next to Mike Sosha when you're in there. Just an aisleway separates you. And you're right there on the action. And Edwin Diaz was filthy. Filthy. Untouchable. Blowing 101, but his slider was untouchable. He bad, bad swings from Trout and Pujols and everyone else on the slider. <laughs> I mean, he only went through 
Six of them, all six for strikes, five swings and misses on the slider. He was simply nasty. And here's what Diaz had to say after the game. The line at the end is just perfect. Down here with Edwin Diaz. And Edwin, you're looking very comfortable in the role of closer. How do you feel right now? No, I feel great. I made the pitch. I come to the whoop and relax. And, you know, we got the three out. That that, that, that the most important thing. And it wasn't just three outs. You went through Mike Trout. You went through Albert Pujols to do that. What does that mean to you to go through those two guys like you that? No, that, that was two guys who can be a Hall of Famer. You know, what, what was a good experience for me? I, I go after them, you know, I'm, I, I, I get the out that, that I say. What was it like watching Felix Hernandez deal tonight? Well, Freddy was unbelievable today. You know, he, he gave the three-run homer in the first, but then he stepped step up and give, give that the team chance to win. How much fun are you having right now? You know, a lot, a lot of fun I have, you know. I, 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 I love this. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like it. Thank you, Edwin. Appreciate it. Thank you. I love this. What a great line. Uh, man, he should because he is unbelievable. At that point, his strikeout per nine innings was at 18, which is the highest ever. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I, I joked after the game, like, it, it's becoming mathematically impossible for him to raise it anymore. I know theoretically he can raise it, but realistically, how do you raise an 18 strikeouts per nine? I mean, you, you just you can't strike every guy out you see. I mean, theoretically you can, but reality, it's just not going to happen. I mean, 18, that is unbelievable. Clean ninth, one inning, no hits, no runs, no walks, and three punch outs on 13 pitches. His ERA right there was 1.93. So a great night on Friday night. The Mariners take game one of the series, and you love what you saw from Felix Hernandez, especially after the first inning. Keep in mind, too, the Angels, especially since the All-Star break, they've really hit righties. So this is a lineup that's done some damage, and he was able to keep them very quiet. So game one in the books. Game two, the Griffey ceremony beforehand was – Unbelievable. The Mariners absolutely nailed it. We're going to talk more about the ceremony as we move through the week, and we'll have some elements to play from that for you moving forward. But it had everything. It was fun. It was emotional. And it was great. It was absolutely great. And then the game after, a similar start where Mike Trout, again, second game in a row, he blasts a three-run home run in the first Angels add two more in the third. They're up 5-1 to one in the third inning. Uh, teams trading punches. But then the Mariners start to crawl back. Major League first along the way. Here comes the next pitch. Swing, and this is lifted high. Hammer deep left field. It turns around. Choi looking, looking, and gone. Into the bullpen. Guillermo Heredia's first Major League home run. 5-2 Angels. Ken Griffey Jr. in the radio booth helping out on this call. Gutierrez with a swing and a drive. Deep to left field. Goodbye baseball underneath the out-of-town scoreboard. Franklin Gutierrez with a two-run shot. Mariners right back in it. It's now the Angels six and the Mariners four. Gutierrez is 11th home run of the year. And that got out of here in a hurry, Junior. Yes, it did. 
<laughs> uh, you got to love that. And that set up a pretty spectacular seventh inning for the Mariners. Here's what happened. There was a fly out to right field to start the inning by Cruz. Lind would walk. Seager would walk. Smith would walk. Bases loaded. Martin hits a sack fly to left field. So Lind scores. So at this point, Sean O'Malley is at the dish. Mariners trailing. There's two outs. And just something out of a storybook happened next. Perez steps up inside. The 0-1 pitch swing, and this is swatted out. Right field. Does it get out? Yes! Sean O'Malley, three-run bomb city. The Mariners have taken an 8-6 lead with two outs in the bottom of the seventh inning. Unbelievable three-run jack right there and the cherry on top coming onto the field as the shortstop the very next half inning. Here's what he did. Here's the set by Will Helmson. And the 1-1 Simmons a swing and a ground ball wide of third. Backhanded by the shortstop O'Malley. The throw to first and it's in time. Sean O'Malley all night long. What a night. Sean way to his right, Seager to his left, couldn't get to it. But O'Malley does into the hole. The off-balance throw to first, right on the money. And time to get Simmons who can run. And there's one away. Holy smoke, that kid is playing the game of his life tonight. Yep, and then Diaz would close it down. One on, one away, top of the ninth inning. Mariners lead 8-6, the set by Diaz. And the 3-2 pitch on the way, swing and a ground ball to third. Seager's got it. Second one, relayed to first by Cano. In time, double play, the ball game is over. Another big win. Mariners take the series. They win the game 8-6, and Sean O'Malley, the hero, wearing number 24 like the rest of his teammates in batting practice, most of them their hats on backwards during batting practice, the Washington product, the kid from the state of Washington that grew up a huge Ken Griffey Jr. fan, launches a three-run home run to help give the Mariners the win. That was awesome. I mean, obviously I grew up watching Griffey, and, you know, he's been amazing to watch. And, you know, the fact that it ended like that, it just – it just seems like a Griffey type of night, you know, a home run to go up late in the innings. Uh, it was just fitting. <clears throat> yeah, that was nice. Uh, I've been working on that, actually. Uh, Bogey and Manny and me and Bogey were out there today, and uh, we were talking about that play, and I wasn't clear in my hips. I had that play a couple of days ago, and I couldn't get anything on my throw, and then finally that one I cleared my hips and was able to get something on the ball and you know fortunately it was at a big time in the game and helped Tom out and then he he did the rest. It was awesome I mean one of the greatest players to ever play the game telling you to keep fighting and you know he's he's done and he doesn't have to be a part of it and he still is you know he told the fans to have our back and you know that just shows you the kind of person he really is. What was it like to see the reaction from Will Holmes on it was awesome. Uh, I think the the atmosphere was was high right there. It was nice, uh, you know. And I was fortunate enough to help him out, and then you know he came right back at the guys and got two punch outs. And next thing you know, we got Diaz in the game and game over. Did you, did you hear them chanting your name? 
Yeah, it's kind of hard to miss. It's pretty loud. It was uh, that was really special. That was really cool. Uh, I've never had anything like that. So, you know, thank you to the fans for doing that. It was a pretty cool thing. Yeah, we didn't very very many people at games. <laughs> Maybe my mom. That's about it. Yeah, it's different, but it was really cool. You know, and I'm just gonna soak it in tonight. But we gotta play these guys again tomorrow, and uh, it's an early one, so come back ready to go, and that'll be over with. Can you imagine on a night they were chanting Griffey, they'd later be chanting Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> Never thought that in my wildest dreams, but uh, it was it was pretty cool and pretty special. Is it more normal seeing him around? I remember the first couple of times you didn't see him around, you kind of just like, that's Griffey. Yeah, yeah, it's it's getting a little more comfortable. Still a little, still a little hesitant. It's you're looking at a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's a normal person, just like anybody else. And I mean, uh, you can talk to him just like anybody else. But you know, for me, as a little kid growing up watching him, it's like I'm starstruck still. So cool. I love that. So the Mariners win the first two games of the series. Saturday was about as perfect at the ballpark as you could imagine between the ceremony and how the game turned out. And then yesterday, the Mariners going for the sweep. James Paxton was unbelievable. The windup and the 2-2 pitch swing and a miss and a curveball in the dirt for strike three. James Paxton has struck out Mike Trout for the fourth time in this game. Trout 0 for 4 and he goes down swinging for the third time. One time looking. What an afternoon for Paxton in the battle with the game's best player. Trout has fanned four times this afternoon. James Paxton, Mike Trout, four times in the game. He is the first pitcher to ever do that in a ball game. Trout has K'd four times in a game, now four times. But Paxton is the only pitcher to ever be the only one to K him four times in a game. That is something really special. Trout 0 for 4, four punch outs. That is unreal. And Trout had an amazing series. Mariner fans are not sorry to see him go. It's amazing that they got swept in a three-game series considering what Trout did. Uh, a, a pair of three-run home runs, an RBI triple, an amazing catch yesterday, robbing a grand slam from Martin. I mean, Trout did just about everything you could possibly imagine to try and give his team – a win or two, and it just didn't happen. But he was amazing. He's playing at such a high level, such a great player. And fitting that he was the opposition, I think, in the ballpark in Ken Griffey Jr. weekend, the best center fielder playing right now in Mike Trout. Give the Mariners credit surviving Mike Trout, overcoming Mike Trout. And part of the reason, Robinson Cano, an off day yesterday, but Mike Freeman, who just gets called up, he made an immediate impact for the M's. Shoemaker's 0-2. Freeman swings and lifts this into shadow left field. It's dropping, dropping in for a base hit. Freeman's first major league hit. It comes with two strikes against him. It wears a parachute. A flare to shadow left center. And Mike Freeman will save that ball for the rest of his life. Here's the stretch and the pitch. Swing and a line drive. He's got his second major league hit. Right center field. Drops in a base hit. Lynn Ronnie third heading home. The throw to the plate by Calhoun. And safe at home is Adam Lynn. And he scored standing up. And that was close. He didn't slide. He ran right by the tag. And it was close of Jet Bandy, the catcher. Calhoun with a great arm out there in right center field to go get it. 
But another base hit from Mike Freeman, and this time on his second major league hit, he picks up his first major league run batted in. Lynn scores, and it's now the Mariners three, and the Angels one. Lynn scored standing up. Here's the only downside to this game. Paxton on in the ninth, trying to close it down. Had just given up an unearned run, and that was it. Then he got nailed by a line drive. The windup and the one-two pitch. Swinging a line drive off of the arm of Paxton. The ball rolls to the first baseline, picked up by Zunino. Underhand toss to first, and it's not in time. And Paxton is hurt. Line drive by Simmons. Off the left arm of Paxton. He is down to a knee on the front side of the mound. Trainer Rick Griffin is out there, and Paxton had no chance to get the glove up to protect himself. Line drive off his left elbow as we look at the replay. A wicked, wicked line drive right back to Paxton. And Simmons is on at first base, and Paxton, oh my goodness, will have to leave the ball game. He pitched a beauty this afternoon, and Paxton will come out of the game. So we'll find out more about Paxton today. Did hear that the x-rays are negative, so that's good news initially, but we'll find out more about his next start and everything as we move through the next couple of days. Tough, though. He, he looked like he was destined to close out that game, pitching so well. Tom Wilhelmsen comes on, and he did close it down as the Mariners sweep aside the Angels. Choi on at first, the stretch, and the 0-1 pitch. Giovatella swing and a ground ball to short. Up with the ball is O'Malley. The throw to first, and it's in time, and the Mariners win it 3-1, and they sweep aside the Angels in this three-game series here at Safeco Field. The Mariners win a couple of nights ago, 6-4. They win last night, 8-6. And behind the pitching of James Paxton this afternoon, Eight and a third sensational innings. The Mariners beat the Angels today three to one. For Tom Wilhelms and his first save this year for the Mariners, but writes his name in a Mariners history as he passes Norm Charlton on the Mariners career save list. A hat tip to the sheriff for Tom Wilhelms and save number 68 in his career. He's now fifth on the Mariners save list, passing Norm Charlton. He pitches two-thirds of an inning. Paxton, brilliant. Eight and a third, five hits, one run, no earned runs, one walk, and six punch-outs on 113 pitches. His ERA has sunk to 3.53. And again, we'll be watching his health very closely. A little bit of history, too. I forgot to mention this one was cool, too, with Felix on Friday. He passed Jim Palmer on the career strikeout list, the all-time strikeout list. Hall of Famer Jim Palmer, 2,213 at age 30, which is amazing. So the Mariners get the sweep, and it sets up what is a big series against Detroit. Before we get to that, though, as the Mariners were sweeping the Angels, this happened. The 2-0. Each row to right and deep. Back goes Parra to the wall, and it's off the wall. 3,000 is in right field, and Ichiro is racing for third. And he's done it. He's climbed the mountain, a triple. And he has arrived at 3,000. 
Our old friend Rich Waltz on the call. Ichiro, 3,000 hits. Congratulations. We're going to be celebrating Ichiro as we move through this week as well. But wanted to at least uh, give the hat tip to Ichiro, who did the bulk of that. 2,533 of those 3,000 hits in a Seattle Mariners uniform. And again, we'll be celebrating that. But a cool moment, certainly, as the Mariners sweeping aside the Angels, Ken Griffey Jr. weekend, Ichiro gets 3,000. Just amazing. An amazing day, an amazing weekend. Here's what Scott Service had to say after the game yesterday. You know, I just saw him in the training room, and, and he just had actually taken. Um, I think everybody's uh, actually has not been writ, uh, read yet, but uh, everybody's uh, fingers crossed that it is going to be just a a bruise or a contusion and we'll go from there we do not know yet you know i just feel sick to my stomach uh, for him and, and everybody involved to to pitch the ball game he did um you know it was an opportunity to, for for him to try to close it out uh, i thought his stuff was great and you know i felt good about having him out there in the ninth inning two consecutive starts you know pretty simply yeah, it's been actually more than two. It's been like three out of four and one inning in Pittsburgh. So it's really like four. Last four have been outstanding against very good teams. And, and uh, you know, he's, his confidence is growing. His mechanics are – he's repeating his mechanics and his delivery. Uh, the secondary pitches, you know, the curve and, and the cutter have been really, really good um, to, to work off his fastball. So, you know, we're starting to see him emerge before our eyes. And uh, that's why I'm, I'm obviously really, really hoping that everything's okay. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. He, he's earned it. You know, he, he's uh, stepping to the forefront and at a time when we certainly need him, and, and especially today with where we were at with our bullpen, uh, knowing that, that Diaz needed a day off, uh, tip my hat to the bartender uh, because he, he really stepped up. He has been. We have put a lot on his plate, and and uh, he's not backed off. I really today I was going to give him a break and talk to him before the game, and he says, you know, if we got a lead, give me the ball. And uh, that says a lot about Tom. Was there ever any question about sending Paxton out no, in the ninth? No, no. He was the best we had at that point, and then we felt good about it. You know, we we're going to have a short leash on him in the ninth. Um, but, you know, freak things happen. It's baseball. You know, he hits a, you know, you can't really describe it or, or have a rhyme or reason for it. I'm just hoping he's okay. And is Diaz not being available? Does that affect your thinking on that score at all? Oh, yeah, if Diaz was, was available, we probably uh, would have got packs out of there. But, you know, even though, so, I think it's good for pitchers to go through the, the go through a whole game, see if they can finish it off. I thought really today was his day after I talked to him after the eighth inning. You know, he felt great. He wanted to go back out there. And I said, today's your day. You know, go finish it. So, um, yeah, can't say enough about the job he did. What adjustments do you guys make against uh, Mike Trout today? Well, you know, the pack, I don't know if there's any particular adjustments. Trout's a great player. Unfortunately, he took a few. He didn't knock any in, but he took a few away from us uh, with the way he played the outfield today. Pretty, pretty spectacular defensive day he had. But uh, you know, Pax and Zanino had a good plan uh, against him, and, and Pax has got good stuff, and Pax has had good success against him. So, uh, you know, he had you know the good curveball and, and got fast fastball in good spots. So, um, and they obviously did a great job against him. You think Canelo couldn't get his job back from Freeman? I don't know. This guy Wally Pipp. You know, <laughs> yeah. Joke about that, but. I'm excited for Freeman, too. Again, you know, a guy getting a chance, getting his first hit. You know, we thought it was a good day to, to call him up, um, you know, because I knew we were going to give Robbie a day off today and just fire him in there. And, and he responded. You know, he responded great. You know, wasn't in awe of the situation or anything. 
you know, he's been around a little bit. He's, he's, he's paid his dues in the minor leagues, and it's great to see those guys get an opportunity. So there was the skipper after the game. So here's what it sets up. The Mariners sweep the Angels. They have passed the Astros in the division. So second in the West now. And the Detroit Tigers are holding down the second wildcard spot. The best records in the American League since the All-Star break. The Tigers 15-7. and seven. Then you have the Mariners and the Blue Jays at 12-9, and nine, Twins 13-10, and 10, the Angels 12-10, and 10, despite the Mariners' sweep, which I think makes the weekend that much more impressive because the Angels were playing good baseball. But the Mariners tied for the second-best record in the American League behind the Tigers. The Tigers holding the second wild-card spot, and guess who comes to Safeco Field starting tonight? Three-game series, all 7-10 starts, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Beautiful pitching matchup to start the series. Hasashi Iwakuma will go. Michael Fulmer will get the start. Fulmer, the sensational rookie, 9-2, 2-4-2 ERA. Iwakuma has been great, 12-7, uh, a 3-9-9. Tuesday, probably Wade LeBlanc against Daniel Norris, the lefty. And then on Wednesday, the king, Felix Hernandez, against Justin Verlander. So a big three-game set against the Tigers as the Mariners try and continue that momentum and what ends up being a really big series, a chance for the Mariners to really gain some ground. They've passed Houston, now trying to keep that momentum going on their home field. Special weekend at Safeco Field. Actually, a special few weeks, a special few months as Ken Griffey Jr., the moment he was elected to the Hall of Fame, the celebration for the Mariners was on. And we're going to look back at that moment and everything leading up to what was a fantastic weekend at Safeco Field. Ken Griffey Jr., welcome to the Hall of Fame. Griffey on its second with a one-out double. Welcome to the big leagues, Ken Griffey Jr. Seattle, this kid's for real. Hello? This is him. Hey, Junior, this is uh, Jack O'Connell with the Baseball Writers Association in New York. I'm calling to tell you that the writers have elected you to the National Baseball Hall of Fame. Thank you. Uh, listen, Junior, not only that, you made history in this election. Uh, we had 440 voters, and you were on 437 ballots. There it goes, number 50! I mean, while giving the, uh, the news on TV on the MLB Network, so about five minutes before I go on the air, I called Tom Seaver, who I've known 30 years, and I said, look, I hate to tell you this, but your all-time voting percentage record is about to be broken. And he said, well, who, you know, how did that happen? Who broke it? And I said, Ken Griffey Jr. broke it. And he said, you know what? Watching that kid run around our clubhouse as a little, a little kid in Cincinnati playing with his dad, I could tell that kid had Hall of Famer written all over him at a young age. And if anybody was going to break my record, I'm happy it's Ken Griffey Jr. Back to the warning track. The wall makes the leap. I've seen some really good center fielders in my time. Never seen anybody that played like Junior. Back goes Griffey. He's back to the wall. Makes the leap and does he make the catch? He does! George Kenneth Griffey Jr. Ken Jr. the kid. A five-tool center fielder whose sweet swing and winning smile made him a dominant force and fan favorite, particularly in the Pacific Northwest. 
easygoing nature and love of the game helped define a new age for baseball's popularity. And the first pitch from Baxter's walk away. There it goes! See you later! Upper deck! Griffey has tied the Major League record! From the day I got drafted to my first at-bat in the kingdom to the 95 playoffs. From my first trip back to Seattle as a member of the Reds, and then my return to Seattle in 2009, to my retirement in 2010, Seattle, Washington has been a big part of my life. There are so many things, great things that I could talk about, but we'd be here all day. But I'm going to leave you with one thing. Out of my 22 years, I learned that only one team will treat you. I learned that one team will treat you the best, and that's your first team. I'm damn proud to be a Seattle Mariner. There goes Joy, the best part of that Nelson! Deep to right field! The Mariners have done it! Fly away! Once a generation, a player comes along who not only excels at the game of baseball, he transforms it. The babe. Say hey, kid. And then there's Junior. Here comes the 3-0 pitch to Junior. He swings and a high fly ball belt to Green to the track for Wall. Number 56. Fly away. Tonight, we presented Junior with a beautiful bronze glove in honor of his defensive brilliance. However, Junior had one of the sweetest swings in the history of our game. To immortalize that swing, and as a lasting tribute for everything he has done for this organization, our city, and our region, I am honored to announce that next year, we will unveil a beautiful Ken Griffey Jr. statue outside of Safeco Field. Fastball at time belted deep to right field. Number 400 is on its way. Bad goal. Please direct your attention to center field facade off the main concourse. There you'll see Jackie Robinson's number 42, which is retired throughout Major League Baseball. It's time for Jackie to have some company. With the help of Ken and Melissa's daughter, Taryn, we'll unveil the number never to be worn again at any level of the Seattle Mariners organization. Taryn, let's unveil Ken Griffey Jr.'s number 24. Swing and a fly ball hit deep into right center field and Junior going back out, way back to the track. The wall takes the catch, splatters into the wall, hangs on to the ball. I've had so many great memories in this in this city. Um, it, it's been an unbelievable ride. I can't really explain what the last two weeks have been like. Um, it's been unforgettable, you know, the, the fans, the, the people. I mean, I walk down the street and I'm getting high fives like I just scored again. 
you know, so, and that's a tribute to you guys here that, you know, treat baseball players, basketball players, football, like normal people, you know, that we feel that we're a part of the community. And I want to thank you guys for making me feel feel comfortable and allowing me to just go out there and do what I always wanted to do, and that was play baseball. Here is Junior to third base. There come a wave him in. The throw to the plate will be late. The Mariners are going to play for the American League Championship. I don't believe it. It just continues. My, oh, my. Ricky, you were the greatest. Today, I am the greatest. <laughs> Griffey at Safeco Field over the weekend and what he had to say to the capacity crowd. I've had so many great memories. <laughs> I've had so many great memories in this in this city. Um, it, it's been an unbelievable ride uh, from being drafted to going into Bellingham not knowing anybody. You know, playing in Seattle, you know, as a Bellingham Mariner, you know. So, going to San Bernardino, and then having a chance to make the team out of spring training. Now, they played a little joke on me in April Fool's Day. Um, they told me that they traded for Dale Murphy and they sent me down. Um, Jim Lefevre said that, you know, we had to make this move is make the ball club better. I told him I wasn't going. Uh, <laughs> I said, my car is right outside. My mom is driving it on to Seattle. I'm just going home. Uh, he said, you know what today is? I said, yeah, April 1st. He said, you know what today is? I said, yeah, April 1st. He said it one more time. And I said, yeah, April 1st. And then he opened the door, and I got to see Harold Reynolds, Alvin Davis, and Dave Valley's mug going, we got you. So that's when I... I thought I arrived, you know, that your teammates accepted you. You know, this ride has been unbelievable, I should say. Also, it takes other guys to bring the best out of you. Now, I have, you know, the guys that I've watched throughout my Little League days, 
pro days, high school days, Ricky Henderson being one of them. Tony Perez being another one. Then I get to the, my guys, Alvin, who is like my big brother, just sit there. And he always, I always had this saying, and Alvin would, when I was struggling, um, and Alvin would say, you better say it. And you remember that saying? Do you remember it? It was, I got to bust a sucker or else it gets boring, just like you people need your coffee in the morning. And he would make me say it when I felt like I wasn't at my best. Then we have Jamie, who would always move me into the right spot. And I would always ask Dan, are we really doing this? And he's like, that's what he wants to do. So I want to thank you guys. And everybody knows how I feel about Jay. <laughs> I'm not going to get into all the specifics, uh, but Jay and I have a, a relationship that is second to none. Going back to all the things that great has happened to me in this city, I'm just going to give you a couple of them. Meeting my wife, Melissa. Two out of my three kids were born here, with Taryn being. My other one is at football practice, and he just don't know no better. But, and then my youngest one, who is at football practice, but, but I can't really explain what the last two weeks have been like. Um, it's been unforgettable. You know, the, the fans, the, the people, I mean, I walk down the street and I'm getting high fives like I just scored again. You know, so, and that's a tribute to you guys here that, you know, treat baseball players, basketball players, football, like normal people. You know, we feel that we're a part of the community. And I want to thank you guys for making me feel feel comfortable and allowing me to just go out there and do what I always wanted to do and that was play baseball now I'm gonna say just a couple more things because we have a baseball game to get to you know I know that there's some guys that want to be out here on this field um, to my guys to my left keep fighting because we're all rooting for you.
to the to the fans. Keep supporting these guys. You know, because it, it is important. I mean, it is really important that you guys support them like they're trying to support this city. It, it's, you know, it, when you have a, a friendly face in the stands, that means everything. You know, when we go through a bad spell and some guy says, hey, keep, pick your head up. And, you know, that goes a long way. And I want you guys to understand that, you know, we're out here playing, but we're playing for this city. And lastly, Ricky, you were the greatest. Today, I am the greatest. <laughs> Thank you. And finally, we're going to end things with the week that was. This is the week that was. A look back on highlights and events of the Mariners past week. On Mariners Magazine. The first pick of the inning. Swing and this is swatted off the bat. Zanino crushed. Left field. Gone. Zanino wastes no time. Home run number four. Absolutely obliterated to left field. Beyond the bullpen. Lost. Completely lost last year. And uh, found this year. <laughs> but now you mean I have a plan. I, I feel comfortable in what I'm doing mechanically and with my approach. And that's one of the things that I'm trying to do now, stay consistent with that, and that's helped me through this whole process. And the lefty's pitch. Swing and he fights it up the hands. It's over. Ramirez is loving it's in the right field. Here comes Martina. Third, he's being waved home. Betts' throw goes to the infield. Another run in. Guillermo Heredia's first major league hit is a run-scoring single into right field. The Mariners a run closer against David Price. The one-two. Swing, and this is cross right field. Gone! Three-run homer. Robinson Cano off the lefty specialist, Fernando Abad. And the Mariners lead it 5-4. to four. Diaz kicks, fires, checks, swings, strike three, call. it in the ninth inning career major league save number one for edwin diaz and plenty more to come i love this <laughs> the 0-2 pitch fastball swing and a miss at 100 a fastball at 100 miles an hour he strikes out big poppy david ortiz 3-2 pitch swing and a fly ball deep to left field joy to the water track to the wall leaps up goodbye baseball Here comes the Kings, 2-2. And it's strike three called. He burns it inside at 92 miles an hour. And Trout is caught looking. The first strikeout victim tonight for the Kings. The 3-2 pitch slider. Swing and a miss. Strike three. And he strikes out Simmons. Edwin Diaz strikes out the side. And he picks up his third save in his third save opportunity. The Mariners win it. Guys to my left, keep fighting. Because we're all rooting for you. 
Perez steps up inside. The 0-1 pitch swing, and this is swatted out. Right field. Does it get out? Yes! Sean O'Malley, three-run bomb city. The Mariners have taken an 8-6 lead with two outs in the bottom of the seventh inning. Here's the set by Wilhelmson. And the 1-1, Simmons a swing and a ground ball wide of third. Backhanded by the shortstop, O'Malley. The throw to first, and it's in time. Sean O'Malley, all night long. What a night. It was, uh, that was really special. That was really cool. I've uh, never had anything like that. So, you know, thank you to the fans for doing that. It was a pretty cool thing. One on, one away, top of the ninth inning. Mariners lead 8-6. The set by Diaz. And the 3-2 pitch on the way. Swing and a ground ball to third. Seeger's got it. Second one. Relayed to first by Cano. In time. Double play. The ball game is over. You know, for me, uh, I think there's a... You know, feeling, you know, obviously the excitement in the ballpark tonight, the energy that was here. Our players certainly felt it. And I think it started with, you know, Griffey kind of addressing our team during his speech, uh, which meant a lot to our guys. Uh, I know it did me that, uh, you know, the alumni care. Uh, they're on top of it. They, they know that uh, Seattle is a great baseball city. You know, we got to do our part.